Hashem Hashem Nasev V'Natsiach. We're recording this year for the Rifuah Shalim of all the sick people. And the topic for the wisdom of Talmud, pearls of wisdom from the Gemara, is there's no never excuse not to learn Torah. There's a fascinating Gemara we just had in the Daf Yomi. Lamid Hay, page 35b. In the Yuma, the Babli says, Tanu Rabbanan. We know that everybody should live a long and fruitful life, but this life is like a train. Sooner or later you need to get off the train. So both the poor, the wicked, and the wealthy person come and have to answer for how they've used the gift of life, this life which is so precious. To the poor person they say, why didn't you learn Torah? And in the true world of light, not in this world of darkness and filth, but in the world of light where the truth illuminates past all the fakeness, if the poor person wants to come up with the excuse and say, well guess what, I was so destitute and meager means and poor that I didn't have time to learn Torah, I was... I was uh, so preoccupied with putting food in the mouths of myself and my wife and children. Then the person that's going to disprove and dispel his nonsense is Hillel. Because they're going to tell him in heaven, were you more poor and destitute than Hillel? They said Hillel would make like $10 a day and half of that money he would give to the security guard at the Torah study hall, at the Bed Midrash. Because in those days, not like Kolel's, they pay the Avrechim now, that time you need to pay to get in. You need to pay to play and go learn Torah. One day Hillel didn't have a job, and they didn't let him into the study hall. So guess what he did? He climbed on the roof and went and sat, put his ear to the skylight. But that day was in the winter and Jerusalem and many parts of Israel, can, it snowed. And many, he got covered in snow on Shabbat night. And almost he died. So it says the next Shabbat morning they came, Shemaiah of Avtalio and his rebbe's, the two great Jewish converts which were the part of our Mesorah of giving the Torah back, the oral Torah back from the time of Moshe to the future generations, one told his brother, what's going on? Why is it? It's a, it's a nice day, but there's no light emanating coming through the skylight. So they sent somebody up there. They saw that the shadow of Hillel was there. They had to desecrate Shabbat and so they can, um, you know, you know, bring him back to life. And they said, this person, Hillel, is such a sadiq that it's truly, he's worthy of desecrating Shabbat. So you see, clearly poverty is no excuse for the failure to attempt to study Torah. If there's a will, there's a way. Like it says in Shlomo HaMelech, in that glorious book, Mishle, there's a million and one excuses but do you ever find the excuse not to eat? 
or sleep, Torah is more essential to our being than oxygen or water is to a fish or sleep is to a human being. What do they tell the uh, wealthy person? Why didn't you learn Torah? He says, well, I was too preoccupied with all my property and wealth. They're going to bring a proof. They're going to say, were you more wealthy than Rabbi Lazar? His father gave him as inheritance a thousand cities and one thousand boats. And rather than just becoming obsessed with his money and his property and his boats, he went to learn Torah from all the great different scholars in different paces. And it says a fascinating and funny story. It says one time he came into a city he actually owned, but his own servants didn't know him and they caught him and they tried to force him into hard labor. Then he said, leave me alone. I want to go learn Torah. They said, by the life of our master, we won't leave you alone. You need to, you need to help us process all this money. He said, well, I'm the master. And my greatest love of life, you know, when there's a love, all the excuses go away. If you really want to do something, you could have a million excuses why, but the love will just throw away and dispel all these nonsenses. And that's what Rabbi Lazar said. He says, the love of my life is Torah. Therefore, it was kind of a, such a cute twist of events that his own servants tried to force him to work for himself. And they realized the master is the one standing before him. And to the to the um, wicked one, they say, why didn't you learn Torah? The womanizer, the womanizer says, well, you know, I was so beautiful, women were always after me. There's, they tell him, were you more beautiful and handsome than Yosef? Every day, his master's wife, Zolecha, tried to seduce him. Seduce him so romantically with different clothings that she would wear in the morning and the afternoon. But he never succumbed. She said, if you don't listen to me, I'm going to throw you in jail. He said, Hashem frees people from jail. She says, if you don't listen to me, I'm going to make you a hunchback. I'm going to break your back. As Yosef answered back, Hashem zokef kefufim. Hashem straightens those that are bended. She says, I'm going to, she said, I was going to blind you. Yosef said, like they did to Samson, Shimshon in the, in the Haftarah. She said, I'm going to give you a thousand golden coins, silver coins. But he never listened to her. So the bottom line is, is that you could run, but you can't hide. They bring you these people were blood and flesh like us. So there's never excuse not to learn Torah. Because Torah is our lifeblood. Torah is our oxygen. Torah is like water to fish. Just like a fish can't exist outside water, that's why we need to put a set time, an iron clan, concrete time in the morning and afternoon and learn Torah and that 
learning will enhance our life in so many unlimited ways. Amen. Thank you.